SAFM's Beck and Soda. Good morning. Oh, is it really? Soda? Yes. Soda. So, no, Mark. Mark. Rebecca. What are your Rebecca, two middle Rebecca. names again? Uh, Warren and Kenneth. Mark, Warren, Kenneth. And Mark. they're both dead people, so be careful before you start taking the P155 before. out of my middle Mark, names. Warren, Kenneth, yep. Sodastrom. Mm-hmm. Correct. You said last week mm-hmm. when your alarm was set wrong yes. that it was the first time mm-hmm. in years you mm-hmm. had ever, ever... Yes, been late and slept through your alarm. Yes. And what that, happened this morning? That is very correct, Rebecca Joan Morse. Jane. Close. Um, you look like a Joan. You sound like a Joan at the oh, moment. Oh, oh, no, actually, Rebecca Karen oh, Morse. Sorry for enforcing <laughs> standards of workplace what? What? behaviour. Actually, what time and do we... And punctuality. What time do we start on air? Uh, 6.02. No, what time do we normally start there? 6am? Yeah. Was I here? Yeah, but... Thank We're you. supposed to be here at... I rest my case. <laughs> bom, bom. Hey, so what happened this morning? No, this morning was, honestly, uh, my recurring alarm has been set by yeah. our boss. The boss Black, took your phone and set it after last week. Who took my phone, which is against policy, and oh. could have looked at photos that he shouldn't have that I might have sent people that I probably shouldn't have. Are but you anyway, sending DPs? Stop. Stop, Sorry? Stop you, talking, mate. Right? No, who are you um, sending DPs to? No, no, no. So what happened? I actually woke up this morning. Yeah, your alarm goes off. Mm. Yes, and I hit every it morning. Went, I went, uh, every time it hits it, I go, oh, thanks, Flack. There goes my excuse because you've put a recurring alarm. And um, I actually woke up and went right out. And I thought, oh, I'll just keep my eyes shut for a oh, minute no, or two. Back. Yeah, you know what it is? And I just went, oh, no, I need a minute. And I just gone. And then I can hear the phone sort of ringing and vibrating on the carpet. And I went... Who's ringing me in the middle of the... N- oh, God, it's really annoying. <laughs> okay. that's, that's how it happened. That's your second strike. I think you f- I feel like you need to buy us a carton oh, of beer every God, time. Oh, tomorrow be three and I'm out? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Like, I'm happy to do... Uh, you know what? Guess what? Right now. Uh, shit, I've slipped through my alarm. <laughs> this is SAFM's Beck and Soda. As you know, we are searching for Adelaide's greatest snorer. Yes. Have you seen the trophy? I that trophy is not going anywhere. That trophy is going back to the drawing board. It's awesome. It's a no. It's great. we saw it yesterday. This is Brighton Trophy Centre. Um, thanks to Lena and the team. It is brilliant. It's supposed to have a nose on it, and the nose doesn't look like a nose. It's a golden nose. It's that that doesn't look like no, any we, nose. We're going to post ever this seen. trophy. Can we put this on <laughs> I don't our? Know if we, can. we have to put this on our socials. The Brighton Trophy Centre have put together this great golden <laughs> nose that the greatest snore will get. It is. It is, it is magnificent. <laughs> okay. So Shane from Moana nominated his wife, Joy. Uh, this is her snore, just to remind oh, okay. you of Joy. All right. Here's Joy. <laughs> so while she's making that noise, uh, she's a pretty deep sleeper. And Shane Christ. said, this is what Joy slept through. So I could hear it was the sound like someone kicking my side gate in. There was a Star Force officer, fully kitted, balaclava on his head, standing there with a, a gun. There's Star Force officers all on the roof of the house. So we're in a siege to about half past ten in the morning. And she slept through the whole freaking thing. That's unbelievable. She wandered out of bed about 10.30 in the morning and missed an entire siege in her backyard Star and on her roof. Everywhere. The chopper was above them. The Everything. The cops were everywhere. <laughs> they, uh, when Shane went out to see what was going on, the cops were going, mate, get back in the house. Get back in the house. Step back slowly, whatever. <laughs> Slept through the whole thing, his wife, Joy. 
All right, 13, 10, 60. Are you a deep sleeper yeah. like Joy? What did you sleep through? A police siege? What was it? What have you slept through, Beck? I actually had a similar um, incident when I was a child. Mm. We had a, um, a burglar. Yeah. who climbed into our backyard and the police were pursuing him and our dog, our big old English sheepdog, Sam, pinned the burglar up at the back of our wall. Really? Yeah, and the cops arrested him and I slept oh. through the whole thing. How good Sammy? Oh. Sammy, the star sheepdog. That dog. is good. Tell you what, Wolfie wouldn't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> 13, 10, 60. What did you sleep through? Give us a call. Christy from Blakeview's calling. Good morning. What did you sleep through? Good morning, guys. Well, I actually slept through a car chase that ended in my street. <laughs> right. And obviously plenty of noise going on. There was. Yep. There was. It was right in front of my house. There was the car. There was the police cars. There was even the police helicopter above, and I slept through the whole thing. Right. And so yeah. you had no idea it happened? I- no, no idea. So it was only because mum rang me the next morning to say, oh, what happened in your area? I said, I'm not sure what happened. And she explained what, what had happened during the night. And I said, I had nothing, nothing at all. And she goes, even the police helicopter above your house? I said, no, I had no noise. So it was on the news and everything and you were yeah, like... Yeah. And then I even have the um, Seven News crew knock on my door to ask about the uh, police uh, Chase, yeah. and I had nothing to give. I had to ask them the questions because <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Good on you, Christy. Thank you so much. You're a deep sleeper. Yes, I am. <laughs> That's amazing. At the old Seven News crew just knocking on the door, getting ready. Um, do you know what I just said before? When I said um, the name of a male dancer. Yeah. Guess we've got a call. We've got a call called Chad, Chad on the phone. Oh, G'day, Chad from Aberfoyle Park. How are you, Chad? Yeah, good. And yourself? Yeah, good, mate. Sorry for using your name in that sort of context. <laughs> no, that's all, not a problem. <laughs> what happened, mate? What did you sleep through? Um, I slept through the next door neighbour's house burning down. I was about 14 years old and I woke up the next morning and had no idea what happened and everybody had said that, yeah, the fireys were there, sirens blazing, water cannons going and, yeah, slept through the whole thing. So the house was just gone in the morning when you walked out the front gate? Yep, the house was just gone. I just woke up. I said, Mum, what's happened? And she went, the neighbour's house burnt down and you slept through the whole thing. Oh, brilliant. Thank you, Chad. Jess from Woodcroft. What did you sleep through? So my partner slept through an earthquake. <laughs> it was really loud. It was like a jet engine was like taking off over our house. The bed was shaking and I was like tapping in like, wake up, wake up. I think we're having an earthquake and nothing. He didn't wake up till later in the morning. I had no clue what was going on. Right. When was the earthquake, Jess? Oh, this was going back about maybe 11 years. Um, oh. We were in Bridgewater at the time. And, yeah, it was just out of the blue and it was crazy. Couldn't even get a peep out of him. No, couldn't get a peep. No, <laughs> had no clue. And I'm there like, what am I going to do? Is the house going to fall down? <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Straight through it. Did the earth move for you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, did the earth move for Abby? Uh, morning, Abby, what you sleep through? So, really awkward. But I slept through my boyfriend at the time sleeping with my uh, roommate. Hang on. Your boyfriend? Yeah, like special cuddles. With with your roommate? Yeah. And where were you? I sleep in the same room. But what, why did, why did so he cheated on you while you were in the same room? Yeah, douche, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so how do you know, Abby, that this happened if you slept through it? 
had a few people all over, obviously having a few drinks in my late teens. Yeah. And when I wake up in the morning, they clearly didn't move beds. Right. And how did you deal with the situation? Probably not great. I got rid of some of her stuff not very nicely. Oh, come uh, on, Abby, and... Abby, 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 give us the juice. What happened? What did you do to her stuff? Uh, she had a, like, this Federation soccer ball that was worth thousands of dollars from mm. one of the games, and I stabbed it with a knife. <laughs> right. Abby, okay, well, it takes two to tango, so what was your revenge on the boyfriend? Uh, I stayed with him for an extra couple of years. Abby! Oh, Abby! Did he explain it as an accident? No, I don't even think I asked for an explanation. Oh, oh girl, you're better than that. <laughs> well, yeah, clearly not together anymore, so. Yeah. Righto. Well, good on you, Ab. I'm glad you've moved on. <laughs> yeah, thanks. You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. Magnificent. Magnificent. Magnificent start to the day. Isn't that a magnificent specimen? My uh, attempt to have the word magnificent uh, yes. stricken from the vernacular after you used it three times a day and I staged an intervention has backfired on me very badly. I can't believe you tried to get it redacted. Redacted. It's a good word, redacted, redacted, isn't it? Redacted is great. How good is redacted? And for those that aren't playing along at home, redacted means when they stick the big black line through all yep. of the uh, words when they release something out to the public. Yep. It's one of my favourite words ever, redacted. Is it? Because I'd love to redact you at times. Anyway. Um, <laughs> at least I'm turning up to work on time. <laughs> yeah, I was in my six. Hey, um, little Becky Morse. Uh, it, look, tomorrow is a magnificent day, as is today and every other day. And tomorrow at 8.30am, if you are anywhere near the Salisbury Downs area, there is a great OTR on the corner of Salisbury Highway and Kings Road. If you're there at 8.30, there will be a magnificent merch drop exclusive. You're wearing the magnificent cap today because yep. you didn't have time to brush your hair. So I'm driving to work this morning yep. on time, mm. listening to 5AA. <laughs> yep. and Hang on. What? Well, I just sur- I surf around. You were listening to who? Well, I surf around to get the news in the morning, and I do sometimes listen to Five Double Eight. And I heard this. I mean, if you're going to put a vote out for some of the prettiest streets around South Australia, Harndorf surely would be in the top five because that is just one of the most magnificent <laughs> oh my stretches God. of road and. Who's that guy? <laughs> Sam Who's... Dado. I nearly drove off the road. What, what's that guy's Firstly name? Firstly from boredom, but then <laughs> Magnificent. <laughs> what, what's his name? Who is it? Sorry, Sam. Who? <laughs> Sam. Sam Dado. Sam Dado. <laughs> is, he, is he the long lost brother? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Is that another Dado? And, and then you had an exclusive interview with Erin Phillips, oh, AFLW yeah. star yesterday. We had a one-on-one sit-down last night because she retired from football and the last mm. game is this uh, weekend for the Port Adelaide Football Club. Yeah, absolutely. We got the opportunity to do a one-on-one sit-down with the GOAT mm. Mm. and, well, I just was chatting away to her. 2019, 53,000 plus to watch you in a grand final Adelaide Oval. It was just a remarkable time for football, for women's football, for women's sport. You run out in the ground, you see it's chock-a-block. What's the first thing that comes to mind? I just thought, this is magnificent. The amount of people here was just unbelievable. It was magnificent to play in. It was magnificent to win the grand final. Yeah. 
the after party, magnificent. Oh, wow. And then she override ice the cake. What are you talking about? The goat uses magnificent four times in a sentence? I just thought, this is magnificent. What a coincidence. Absolutely, you did Aaron Phillips. Also, um, was that an Aaron Phillips interview or a Mark Soderstrom monologue? Any chance of letting us speak? question. Can I see that question? Oh, this is one of those ones, hey, mate, just get to get the to point because it's not about you. 2019, yep. 53,000 plus to uh-huh. watch you in a grand final at Adelaide Oval. It was just a remarkable yep. time yep. for Answer. football, for women's football, for women's Shut sports. Shut up! Shut up! SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, my God. Look at these trending topics. Uh, one of my favourite celebrities, and she is a rich vein of content, is Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, First yes. there was the candle. There was mm. the fact she had bone broth, and that's all she ate. And then, Correct. of course, pray for her the day she lost half a day of skiing. Oh, that's right. She went to court, didn't <laughs> she, she? Because court. of that little um, skiing accident. She just said, seriously, this is just so horrible that I lost half a day of skiing. <laughs> now, every year, Goop, which is her online blog, uh, puts out a gift guide and it is a gift guide for the rich and famous. Like, let's mm. start with um, a toy, a toy you might get mummy that she might hide and just use yeah, occasionally like or mm-hmm. however yeah. often as you want. It's gold plated, 24 karat gold plated, and it is $15,000. That is a very expensive toy. What wow. about a lamp that's made out of actual bread, like a baguette, $210. Mm. A uh, colouring book that's uh, you colour in female body parts. What? A mattress for $38,000. An Hermes doghouse, $1,900. My favourite, my pick of the bunch. Mm. Because, you know, when you get to a party and you are taking a watermelon and you're really awkward and you say something like this. came with me. She's with me. I carried a watermelon. I carried a watermelon. That's from Dirty Dancing. Mm. There is a leather watermelon carrier. So it's <laughs> like a handbag, but it just fits a watermelon. So the next time you go, well, how do I carry this watermelon to impress what? Patrick Swayze? You didn't get my Dirty Dancing reference. So no, no, lost. I did. But it's so a what's carrier. a leather watermelon carrier cost? <laughs> a couple of grand. I don't have the price on that what? one. A watermelon carrier, for God's sake. All right. Now, it is Halloween. Obviously, it was last yes. night here. It's in the States at the moment. So the celebrities are starting to post their uh, costumes. You know who the queen is? Who? Heidi Klum. Oh, I haven't seen what she's wearing What? Yet. Heidi Klum. Google what she's wearing. Is on the, yeah, I know. She looks like some sort of weird um, alien. Uh, Heidi Klum. Have you never looked at what she's worn yeah, over I the have. years? I'm just looking at the celebrities. Who, see, I feel like Halloween should be scary. So uh, no, Hayley no, and Justin no, no. Bieber have gone as um, Bam Bam and Pebbles. Yes. Kim Kardashian and her daughter have gone as clueless characters. No, no, no. In America... It's just dress up. Dress up. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be spooky or scary. It is just Halloween in America is you just need to dress up. Oh, you know what okay. I mean? I feel like it should be scary. No, 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 no. That's a different world with that. That's just what we think. But in America, it's just anything you can you can think of. Heidi Klum is the queen. And you know who the king is? Andre Agassi. I didn't know this. Yes. Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf always dress up really, really cool. Um, when we did the little bit of trick-or-treating yesterday, you know what little eight-year-old Sienna dressed up as? No. Travis Boak. See, that's not scary. No, <laughs> but, but it's, it's part of this thing. It's just dress up. She's, and she's running around to everyone going, 
I'm Travis Boak, not Travis Boak. <laughs> she goes, Travis Boak. That's who I am. Oh, yeah. Okay. Heidi Klum has got oh. some real like prosthetics on her yeah. head. I, yeah. She's gone all out. She has a party every year and apparently Heidi Klum's party is the Halloween party of all time. She dressed up one year in 2018 as Fiona from Shrek. <laughs> and have yeah. a look. This is the picture. That's her as Fiona from Shrek. Oh, yeah, that's wow. good. She's... But see, they have money. They yeah, can do whatever they, they want. Do. They have makeup artists or whatever. So yeah, I, I, um, I put a bucket of uh, treats out in a cauldron and hung it over the fence yesterday. <laughs> that was my contribution to trick-or-treating yesterday. All right. So you don't speak to the kids or anything? Well, I just was worried that Wolfie the dog would eat them and then (laughs) there would be a real Halloween nightmare on our doorstep. (laughs) Did you put a little sign up going, please just take one? A witch lives here. (laughs) This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. She's a beast. They call me Rachel. (gasps) Producer Rachel. Beck and Soda. Bridezilla. She's back in the studio. Ooh. I didn't know whether I would have her back after last week when she <laughs> told me I could come to the wedding and you yes. too, Soda, but you have to leave at 10 past four and we can't even have a glass of champagne. No, nah, not interested, Rach, in paying for how much per head it would be to have you there, Beck. It's Ceremony just, only. No, that's it. Hi, so Rach. I'm just checking my diary, Rach. I'm not <laughs> having decided yet. What's okay. going on? Be grateful you even got an invite to the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> She's here. All I hear back. is complaining, guys. Uh, okay, Rach, how long we got? Oh, gosh. We have 10 days, 7 hours, 20 minutes and 38 seconds until I walk down the aisle. Wow. Oh. It's so soon. Uh, and uh, where, where are we at? What's, what's your latest uh, crisis? <laughs> I've hit a bit of a roadblock because I can't make any decisions. I've got decision-making fatigue and I think it's starting to stress other people out, in particular my suppliers. Yeah, think? Yeah. <laughs> it's becoming a problem because I – so for our reception, yes. unfortunately you're not invited to, but I can't decide. So we, initially we booked – a cocktail wedding. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Little yeah. canapes, mm. little roaming plates. Yeah. yeah. Stand up. Stand up. And then I thought maybe we'll do food stations where they can like, you can watch them cook in front of you and it's, you know, really interactive. Wow. Oh, hello. Okay. Mm. So you went with that? Well, it was a barbecue actually. So <laughs> right. not too That's, fancy. Don't make I, it sound. It doesn't sound like you. <laughs> I love the idea that we're now calling a barbecue a food, food station. station. <laughs> a food That's truck. Cool. Okay. Um, but that doesn't sound like you no, at all. No, then I, d- I changed my mind okay, again. So after did. that was booked, we decided to go for sit down and everyone had the same meal. And then after thinking about that, I've decided to change my mind again and I think we'll go alternate drops. So I've also booked alternate drop now. Like chicken and beef. Yeah, so one person gets chicken, one person gets beef. You get what you get, you don't get upset. Are you ringing the caterers each time, changing things up? Yeah, so um, it doesn't. Imagine your number coming up, they're like, oh, that block. (laughs) Yeah. So you've gone alternate okay, drop. You're on alternate We're drop. We're on alternate drop. But then just the other day I started oh, to no. freak out and I was like, you know what? I don't want alternate drop. I think we're just going to do one meal yep. and then if you have a dietary requirement, you just get your own special one because okay. I don't want to pay for alternate drop plus your dietaries. Like it's too messy. Yeah, okay. And so, what about your sides? Um, so initially I booked potatoes and yep. then I decided I don't want potatoes. <laughs> So I got rid of the potatoes, but now we don't have any greens. But also, (laughs) who really wants to eat a salad at a wedding? Yeah, right. So any sides now? So no sides. I haven't decided. So probably no sides. Hang on. It's 10 days out. Surely the supplier, the caterer needs to start ordering the Yes. They're hounding me to pay the bill, but I don't want to pay it until I've decided the menu. (laughs) Uh, Of course they're handing you to pay the bill. (laughs) 10 days away. 
way. You booked a service, mate. I know. I was actually thinking about it while I was in the toilet just before. I was like, they probably can't order my food until I do pay the bill. So <laughs> no one will be eating. Right. So at this stage, mm. it is um, now one option. One option. Chicken or beef or fish? No, I can't decide. <laughs> oh, God. I'm really? leaning towards the beef, though, because we've got chicken for entree. Well, yeah, you're not you gonna can't have do a double chicken. It's not chicken, chicken, mate. Chicken, it's, chicken. It's like, winner, winner, chicken it's like the Canadian tuxedo, denim and denim. <laughs> you can't have chicken, chicken. But then I also was thinking about adding a midnight snack when people get peckish at night time, you know, like, like around 11.30. Well, I was thinking hot chips or something like that because mm. I love potatoes. But then you've got potato. Yeah, no, no oh, I removed no. the potatoes. Also, right. beef's heavy for people to have in their colon on the dance floor. Oh, you know, well, you don't want a big stomach of beef. Well, that's okay. Have a few drinks and it'll go straight through you. <laughs> Have you got portaloos? <laughs> oh, my Lord. So when do you, when's your deadline to tell the My caterers? deadline was last week. Oh, my oh, Lord. I'm very difficult. Rage. I feel sorry oh for all God. of the people that have to work with oh me, my including gosh. you two. Self-awareness. <laughs> We're seeing some self-awareness. I've had a realisation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a breakthrough. So what do you, what, you have to decide today? Probably, but I probably won't. <laughs> Too hard. Okay. Give us the number. We'll call the caterer. Yeah. She's going beef. Yeah. Who, who's catering? Uh, I don't know. Some, some local company. God, I was going to say we'll call them for you, mm. and then do you want do you want me to pick it? Well, maybe because I think they might start dodging my calls, and okay. you just decide everything. And I'll go. pick it. Mm. Yeah, it'll be a, it'll be a tofu and lentil beef. Oh. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Oh, hear that snore, Beck. It is just enough to make you stay awake all night. And thanks to our good friends at Dreamland, there is a $5,000 package which includes a beautiful, magnificent bed that can come your way if you can nominate South Australia and Adelaide's greatest snore. And there is also this trophy, right, from the Brighton Trophy Centre, and it's the Golden Nose. Yeah, we're workshopping the shape of the nose. It's, I have some issues. It is the best trophy I've, I've ever seen. Never seen a nose like that before. It's great. All right, let's meet our next entrant. Good morning, Georgina. Good morning, magnificent people. <laughs> Georgina, I've lost control. Uh, you have a partner with a magnificent snore, Georgina, we understand. Oh, he definitely does. I call him Dan and his tech stand. Oh, right. Well, let's have a listen to Dan. <laughs> It's like he's hyperventilating, George. The PTSD. (laughs) Wow. Um, Now, do you guys still sleep in the same bed or have you had to remove yourself? Uh, Yeah, we do. We do. And our family tells me that it's uh, preparation for uh, motherhood and the sleep deprivation. (laughs) That's actually a good point. Um, Has has Dan (laughs) tried to, uh, or have you tried to get Dan to to stop in any way? Yeah, look, we've tried um, the like little nasal strips and stuff and he Mm. has a mouth guard, but it does mysteriously uh, go missing from time to time. Right. Oh, and are other people in the family aware of this issue with Dan as well? Oh, they are. They are. They're absolutely waiting for us to uh, move out and get our own place. <laughs> um, Georgina, how do you deal with this? You know, Daniel does get a couple of knees and feet in the back of the back of the ribs and, mm. and the back sometimes. <laughs> Just, but you know, we're too exhausted to to care. <laughs> Georgina, let's have another little listen here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> You know, 
Georgina, it starts off really subtle. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, then it just builds up to, like you are saying, the 10-piece band. <laughs> it definitely does. Oh, right. Oh, well, and what, when you played that back to Dan, what did he say? He turns around and says, oh, but you snore too. But no, oh. yet to hear the evidence. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, we might have to get Dan to uh, get the phone out and record you tonight, <laughs> nah, Georgina. No, 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 Right, um, Georgina, thank you so much. Uh, you guys are in the running for our magnificent $5,000 prize, which includes yes. that Beautiful. Dreamland Ensemble. Yeah, I've told Daniel when we move out, I'll be taking that new bed and he can take this one and go to the spare room. <laughs> so who are you living with at the moment? We live between his family's house and our and my family's oh, house. Yeah, right. we're saving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's hope that uh, you can get some soundproof walls and that sort of sorted in the new house. And could be going to the man cave. <laughs> absolutely, Georgina. Thank you so much, and uh, best of luck with Dan and his band. Thank you so much. Have a magnificent day. <laughs> SAFM's Beck and Soda. You ever sit down on a Friday night and go, oh my gosh, I have so many options, I don't know what to watch. That is why we bring in Lisa Wolford, National Entertainment Writer for News Corp with her tips. We've got a couple for us this morning. Lisa, what are you watching? SBS, erotic stories. Oh, hello. Mm. Mm -hmm. Now, this takes me back to my youth when we used to watch world movies to learn about life. (laughs) Life. And you had to read the subtitles. You'd always get nudity. You know what I mean? (laughs) What a treat. So it was kind of educational then because you were reading, learning another language (laughs) and, um, Exactly. Yeah, the rest. developing skills. <laughs> right. All right, well, yeah. what's this one? So Erotic Stories is, it's an eight episode, so an anthology series mm. where, uh, you know, sort of different story every time. It's got some pretty big names in it. Francis O'Connor. Oh, wow. oh yeah. Um, Danielle Cormack, who was in uh, Wentworth. Yes. Um, Catherine McClements. Oh, Kate it's Australian. Fox. Yes, so it's Australian. It yeah. is fabulously raunchy. Don't listen, Mum. Um, <laughs> oh, really? Like graphic? Reasonably, again, don't listen, Mum. Um, <laughs> like bored housewives type, like people living out their fantasy. So it's all different kind of stories. There's a um, a gay couple. In another one, there's older friends who try out. Um, what shall we say for young ears? Sort of um, aids to enhance their relationship. Oh, toys. Yeah. Toys, yes, right. toys. Oh, cool. Toys. toys. So it's look, yeah. it's, and it's not just raunchy. Yeah. There's humour running through oh, it. Good. There's heart. There's emotion. How many leases for out of five? Oh, people are going to judge me, aren't they? Six. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Beckham docker. Um, <laughs> but probably four because it's oh, cleverly done. Okay. It's something different on our screens and it's free to air. Yeah, so. I'm just writing it down once again. <laughs> Erotic, Erotic stories. Erotic stories. Thursdays, 9.30pm SBS. I can get some inspo for my erotic novel that I'm writing, Lisa. I look forward to reading that one, Beck. <laughs> All right, and what else have you got? Sort of a segue from that, it's still up. Now, it's not quite what well, you think. Well, if you've watched from Thursday night, it could be. <laughs> not quite what you're thinking. It's actually a bit more of a rom-com. Oh, okay. It's British. You know how they do rom-coms yes. well. Yep. Eight, again, I think, 30-minute episodes, comedy, about two best friends... But, you know, because it's a rom-com, are they going to stay best yeah, friends? Yeah, okay. No. The sexual chemistry. Yeah, no. Will they, won't they? But they talk on the phone because they're both insomniacs. And oh, so they're right. up all night and that's it. And they have the most fascinating conversations. Yeah. Hilarious. It's very funny, very clever and a great, you know, pick me up in this time when there are some, you know, things on the news that we're not. Right. And what's that on? What- 
That's on Apple TV yep. and dropping weekly on Fridays. Mm-hmm. And I think there's about three more eps to go. So you've got time to uh, get in, yes. catch up before yep. the end. Perfect. Uh, how many leases out of five? Only about four and a half leases out of five. <laughs> uh, thank you very much, uh, Lisa Wolford, National Entertainment Writer for News Corp. And you can also find out more entertainment news on her Insta, at lovely Lisa Wolford. This is SAFM's Beck and Soda. Beck and Soda's Morning Quickie. to M joins us. Good morning. Hello, M. Good oh, morning. Look, at, look how happy M looks. No, <laughs> seriously. That's what a happy woman looks like. Yes. <laughs> See, I, I, have not, I have not seen a woman in the morning look like that for years. Maybe you're doing oh, it wrong. Nice. Yeah, yeah, good on you, Emmy. You look really bright and happy. Oh, right. I thank you. And what's making you? Uh, well, something that isn't bright and happy is that shark attack oh my gosh. that happened oh, yeah. um, yesterday near Streaky Bay on the Air Peninsula. Mm. Um, they're obviously conducting the search still for that 55-year-old, which, uh, of course, hopes are not looking good. Mm. 22 fatal shark attacks in SA. <laughs> But you this is live, our second this year. No, you live by the beach, right? When you swim out a little bit, do you get nervous and ever think about sharks? Um, or are you just like, no? Nah, uh, we have a sup, a stand-up paddleboard, and when I'm out sort of oh, past... Oh, I didn't know that was even a thing, sorry, an acronym. What, what, what have you, you not heard of a sup? M, no. M, oh, my God. It's M, not M. that... Did you just hear someone unrelatable say... <laughs> what, what did you Plenty say? Plenty of people sup. have sups. It's not like stand-up. a jet ski sorry? or a Wouldn't it be speedboat? be I don't, it's just called a sup, and when I, and when I don't ask me a question if you don't want to hear the answer, and when I'm on the oh, no, sup, I just asked if you worry about um, yes, well that sharks. Well, well, then I worry about it when I'm on because mm. I'm not very good, and on I feel the, like I could wobble and fall into the water. Fall off the what? The sup. It could also knock you off. They, Absolutely. They flick. Knock you off what? <laughs> Your stand-up paddleboard. Yeah, thank you. Oh. Uh, yes, uh, terrifying and mm. yeah, mm. absolutely. I would not it's be surfing scary. on the west coast, but then again, I'm mm. not a surfer either. No. So yeah, absolutely, hey, distressing for everyone involved. What's up? What uh, else have you got? Well, how would you like to send your loved ones who have passed to space? Can I send soda to space this morning, <laughs> please? <laughs> sure. Have him cremated and put up in the sky because you're really grinding my gears today. What's up? It's called a sup. It's a very common thing when you live at the beach to have a sup. I love it. Uh, So Elon Musk, an Elon Musk-owned rocket, you can send one gram of ashes Mm. in a little titanium container from Cape Canaveral up into space where it will orbit for 10 years and you can track it on an app. What? And then it just burns up into a star. You're kidding me. And really? It's not even that pricey. How much does it cost to have So that? it's just over 3000 which oh! is comparable with a traditional burial. Uh, but you still, you, I guess you'd have the funeral and then you just send them up. So I think it's you, beautiful. And you, how much How much of it do they take up? One gram. you got to buy it by the gram. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> okay. We need to put our up. He's right off this morning. All right, thanks. Rocket ship to the studio, please. <laughs> You're listening to SAFM's Beck and Soda. I want you to think now about your favourite cafe and okay. why you love it, like the central perk in your life. And uh, I've been thinking about it because last week I went to the funeral of Joe Webber. Now, that name might not mean anything to many of you, but if you've ever been down to Henley Beach and you know Joe's Kiosk, of course. the one on the corner of the car park, it's still called Joe's Henley Beach, but it's under new management now. So Joe was there for decades. Um, I 
went there with my kids, with my family, with my parents, with my friends mm. every Saturday and Sunday for years and years and years. And you know what? It was a limited menu. There was pretty much toasties, egg and bacon, no smashed avocado, no mm. alternative milks. If you'd asked him for almond milk, he would have scoffed <laughs> at you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like like the soup Nazi in Seinfeld. Yeah, like, he was a bit like that. And look, to be honest, if yeah. you got Joe on a bad day, he could be grumpy, but that was kind of part of his charm. Yeah, I get that. I uh, get that. I love the simplicity of that. Coffees were ready in five minutes. You know how these days yeah. I feel like you've got to wait 20 minutes yeah, yeah, for a I, coffee? Because the barista's ponytail keeps getting in the way <laughs> of him making the coffee and he's got to keep moving it. That's why. He remembered everybody's names. If I I took a friend and then I took him a month later. He remembered their name and their yep. coffee order. When you left, he'd give the kids a lollipop and the ladies would get a Barchi chocolate. I know what you're talking about. You're talking about customer service. Yeah, customer service. Mm. And I do feel like it's a rare breed now. Yep. You know, when you've got to wait for a table, you've got trying to get people's attention and then mm. you sit down and you don't know whether it's table yes. service or whether you have to go up and no one speaks to you. It's like the bar in Cheers. Everybody knows your name. Yeah. You feel welcome. You feel great. And you will go back because the customer service is so yeah, good. Yeah, you will. And I do feel like it's hard. And I know that it's hard to employ people these days. Like people don't want to work in cafes yeah. or whatever. But I do want you to think on 131060 about your favorite cafe and what makes it great. Let's celebrate the local cafe. What, we're going to plug them? Yeah, give them a plug, yeah. but it needs, it needs right. to be a reason why. It can't just okay. be an ad for your local cafe. No, we need great customer service. Great customer service. Celebrate it because you know what? It's like common sense. Common sense ain't common. It's rare sense. <laughs> it's so and true. customer service should actually be called customer disservice unless you can actually find good customer service. Yes. <laughs> All right, 131060. And um, yeah, and my condolences to Joe's family and friends. He was a wonderful man who we sorely missed. And let's tri okay. pay tribute to cool. him by celebrating your local cafe. I've been getting nostalgic about cafes and customer service, which I do believe is a dying art. Uh, last week, we farewelled Joe from Joe's Kiosk, which was our local for many, many years. And people kept coming back. I mean, it was good coffee, but it was just a family. It was a community. Yes. And I think that's becoming rarer. So we want to celebrate where that still exists today in Adelaide. Celebrating customer service. It is something that is so, so special and there is not enough of a great customer service. Um, hey, just recently, I think in the last week or so, they had the Restaurant and Catering Awards mm -hmm. for South Australia and the High Street Cafe, mm -hmm. which is in High Street Kensington, just near Mary McKillop School, yes. um, that won for the second year in a row Best Cafe in South Australia. There you go. So Mick Beach and the crew there. Beachy, good on you, mate. That's my little local I pop into. And you know why it wins, Beck? Because the customer service is bloody outstanding. Yeah. So keep it up, Beachy. All right, Shannon in Clarence Park. Nominate your local. It's the local crowd in Colonel Light Gardens. Okay, why is it magic? Look, I ring every every day as I leave home for work. They they know my voice and they say, hi, Shannon, just your usual. And I say, uh... yes. And I swing past. It's ready for me when I get there uh, just before I do the school drop-off with the kids. So... They know customers by name. They even know pets by by oh, name. Cool. Um, oh, yeah, it's a beautiful local local shop. It's near your dad's bookshop, Beck. Oh, just on the other side. So, yeah, I have yeah. popped in there before. I'll I'll need to pop in again. That's so important. Yep, it's fourteen the Strand Colonel Light Gardens. And my dad's right. bookshop is Colonel Light Books. <laughs> right. Um, you, you know, Shannon made a good point there. When they say, um, "Do you want the regular?" That makes you feel pretty special. Yeah. yeah. Something so simple as that. It's like. People know they've taken the care to know what you're. Hey, just the regular bit. Yeah, um, except I changed to some weird milk. 
<laughs> Get out the jo- shop. Joe, we don't serve that Joe would milky. be turning in his grave if he knew I changed my coffee order. Sorry, Joe. Uh, Karen in Morford Val, nominate your favourite cafe. Yeah, hi. It's uh, Agatha's Port Nalunga. Right, okay. And what makes Agatha's so special? Oh, their service is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, they We've been going there for over six years. Every Friday morning, a group of six of us, just a group of school mums. They've got to know us personally, like for our special birthdays. Oh. We've had flowers. And one of us been homesick with COVID. They've sent a care pack home oh. for us. Oh, really? Yeah. There's been a death or something in mm-hmm. one of our families. They've gone can see we're all a bit teary and they go, do you need mimosa today? And we're like, yep. Oh, <laughs> oh yes, that's my kind of cafe, Karen. <laughs> they are amazing. Todd in North Brighton, nominate your favourite cafe for us. Hey, Beck, Soda, morning, lovely morning out there. Hey, um, yeah, just bring up Eaton Espresso. They're not actually as local to me. Sort of drive 20 minutes out of my way to get there. Yep. Um, been there 25 years, I believe. I haven't been there, gone there the whole time. Just there, it used to be a little, like, a sandwich bar sort of thing that's turned into a cafeteria. And just, I don't know, it's like a lovely Greek couple that uh, just go above and beyond with the service. And, um, you know, you feel like you could take your family in there. You feel like you could leave your, like, your, your kids with them. They're that sort of family. <laughs> now I'm listening. Um, um, E10. Yeah, E10 espresso. So another little... Cool thing about it is it's just down the road from Bounce, you know, Bounce for yes. kids and that. So yeah. rocking rock in there for a nice coffee and then straight to Bounce with the kids. It's a perfect uh, little combo there. So, <laughs> Good uh, on you, Toddy. Hey, love, thank you, mate. Nah, no worries. Can I just give a little shout out to my podcast that I got while I go? <laughs> Might as well. Yeah, Toddy on the Potty, uh, local footy podcast I do. Get around all the local footballers around SA. So, good on yeah. you. Yeah, good on you. Well done, Toddy on the Is Potty. Is it on the listener app? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 146 Richmond Road, Marlston, E10 Espresso, just near Bounce. All right, Jessica from Aldinga Beach. Morning, Jess. Okay, what's your local? Good morning. Uh, Sheffy Shelby's on Beach Road in Christie's Beach. Yes, I know the one. And Sheffy uh, Shelby's is often nominated as one of the best cafes, always a finalist at the Restaurant and Catering Awards. Well, I'm not remotely surprised. She is absolutely magnificent. Uh, Michelle is always wonderful. Every time I go in there, she knows people by name. She knows my order. And the greatest thing about Sheffy Shelby's is that there is no extra cost for dietary requirements. So you want gluten-free, you want dairy-free, you want soy, you want almond milk, you pay no extra cost. Yes. And I love that. Yeah, do you know what? That is a really, really good point because if you have your weird Beck milk, there's normally like a 10% it's or a 15%. Oh, A 50-cent surcharge. Oh, it's more than that usually. More, yeah. is it? And there is no surcharge for any of that stuff. Everything is just as is. Yeah. Oh. Yes, so that's good. great. Why should you have to pay to be lactose intolerant and get bloating and mm. constipation? <laughs> you shouldn't have to pay for that. It's a problem in itself. That's thank it. you. Also, thank your local barista and your cafe owner today. Give them some love when you go in because it can be a thankless mm. task as well. Yeah. I'm sure customers are pretty difficult at times as well. <laughs> like not me. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not me. SAFM's Beck and Soda. Six to nine weekdays. SAFM.